Remember when we were kids growing up, how we would love to rehearse those cliches? Sticks and stones will break my bones, but words could never hurt me. Ignorance is bliss. What you don't know won't hurt you. It's amazing how much in hindsight we often realize how absolutely wrong we were about many of these assumptions. How much that what we were saying was more wishful thinking than truth. As an emerging therapist, I can tell you firsthand that most of the pathology clients present with and much of the dysfunction observed in family and couples relational dynamics are rooted primarily in childhood experiences and the manner in which individuals were socialized while growing up. If you're willing to admit it today as an adult, words do have the propensity to do way more damage than sticks and stones. What a person does not know often results in failure, loss, missed opportunities, unrecoverable moments, violation, broken relationships, divorce, dysfunctional homes, even death, and that there is absolutely nothing blissful about being ignorant. How many times have you found yourself in a place saying, if only I knew, or wishing you had a second chance, and if you had it, how much you would do things differently? How many times have you suffered because you simply didn't know, and how many times a little bit of information just at the right time became a major game changer? Welcome to this week's segment of the Building According to Pattern podcast series. I am your host, yours truly, Georgia A. Bryce. You have crossed paths with a medium that could be the game changer in your life, in your situation. I've often prayed that God himself would lead the people who need to hear these exact set of instructions or words of encouragement that would serve as a catalyst to launch them further into their journey towards fulfilling their purpose to this podcast. I can always vividly recall those moments when I happened to come across a message online or I crack open the manual for living to land, as it were, on a scripture that is the answer that I'm looking for or the solution to a dilemma that I'm faced with. It is in those moments I'm usually thoroughly convinced that my steps are indeed being ordered by God. I know what those moments feel like. And my prayer and hope for you is that each time you tune into these weekly podcast segments, you will experience those unique moments as well. If you're tuning in for the first time, there is so much more of this available. When you're through listening to this segment, I'm going to encourage you to visit my podcast page to view the list of archived messages from as far back as September of 2013. And do take some time to listen particularly to those segments that you find most appealing or relatable to your experience. And that address is batplc.podbean.com. The podcast segments are also accessible via my website, and that address is batplc.com or buildingaccordingtopattern.com. Your ignorance could cost you big, 
what you don't know does hurt. Now I have a couple of basic questions for you before we get into the meat of the subject matter. How much is information important to you? What are your sources of information and are they credible? Is the new information you expose yourself to adding value to your life? Is your thought process being influenced for the better at all? And are you gaining new insight from the information? Do you read? How much do you read? And when you do read, what kind of material are you ruminating on? What do you typically read? Do you listen to recorded messages? Well, of course, you're listening to mine. Uh, do you attend conferences in an area of interest in order to gain new information? Do you go out of your way to gain new knowledge concerning an area of struggle or interest in your life? It was really riveted in my mind some time ago how powerful a thing it is to have knowledge. Knowing is everything. Don't let anybody tell you anything differently. The people who read, it is often said, are the people who lead. You are liable to remain enslaved to a system or have your values and beliefs subjugated, distorted, or even obliterated through highly sophisticated and complex schemes engineered by people who know things that you don't. You will be amazed to know how your internal thought processing is ever so subtly being bombarded and shifted through social constructionism and the use of language and communications. How much you are being influenced to make decisions in issues that ordinarily you would likely not respond to or you would simply flat out resist. The people who know are the people who rule. And when you don't know, you are forever left to the mercy of the ones who do. Now, I believe the greatest tragedy people could ever experience in this life is to live life void of an understanding of who they really are and the provisions already in place to help them live their best lives right now. Can you imagine a prince living like a beggar because he didn't know that he's a prince? Can you just picture women getting into cars with complete strangers and selling their bodies for a piece of paper because they don't know their value or worth and neither do the men that misuse them? How about teenagers who get sexually involved at an early age, racking up a substantial number of partners and having children by the time they hit their early 20s and losing their self-respect and the respect of others because they didn't know that pursuing sex without being emotionally and cognitively prepared is extremely dangerous. How about you? Do you know who you are? Do you know why you are here? Do you know what the master designer had in mind for you when he designed you, created you, and gave you life? How have you been living? Can you honestly say it is your best life? And if not, do you even know why? Jacob, one of my favorite characters whose life is stored in great details in our manual for living, 
for a very long time had no real idea of who he was meant to be. Like so many people, he lived below the real him. It wasn't until Jacob had a divine encounter with the master manufacturer that things begin to change. And an account of this journey of becoming of becoming in this man's life is detailed in the book of beginnings. That's Genesis chapter 28 verse 11 through 16. In this in these in this particular chapter, here Jacob was on the run for his life like a common criminal. Well, in some ways he really was a criminal. He had just deceived his blind and dying father into giving him a blessing that was not his to begin with and had in fact stolen this blessing from its rightful owner, his older brother Esau. Separated from his home, his parents, and all the things that were familiar to him, Jacob found himself in a very barren and isolated place because, truth be told, he really didn't know who he was. He was living a life of deception and paying the terrible consequences for decisions he had made because he did not know that God had a better plan for him. Now, as he lay down to sleep in the middle of the wilderness, a cold stone being his pillow, I can only imagine the many thoughts racing across his mind as he pondered on how he ended up in this place. I'm sure those thoughts were filled with regrets quite possibly as yours do from time to time, as you give thought to the many wrong choices you made or you consider the things you would do differently if given a second chance. It was in this place, this geographic location and this moment in time that Jacob had the strangest experience. As he slept, he dreamt and in his dreams, he saw the heavens above him open and a stairway ascending from earth and reaching to the extent of heaven with angels going up and down its flight. And at the very top of the stairway stood the master designer himself as he revealed to Jacob who he really was and what he was destined to become. He shared with Jacob the awesome destiny he had in mind, not only for his life, but for his descendants that would come in time. And he gave Jacob his word that he himself would ensure that the promise would come to pass and that he would be with Jacob every step of the way. Now, as I read through this account, here is what really struck me. It was Jacob's response after awakening from such a powerful and vivid dream concerning the plans that God had for his life. In verse 16 of that same chapter, it says this. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I wasn't even aware of it. The implication of this simple statement for me carries a lot of weight. It takes God himself to give you a revelation of who you truly are. Absolutely no one, not even yourself, can come up with that understanding. So here's the clincher. If you don't acknowledge God or you remain unaware of him and his immediate presence where you are at right now, you run the risk of never ever coming into the knowledge of your true and highest self. Like Jacob, it is going to take your master manufacturer himself to reveal to you the purpose for your life and the vision for your life. 
If you are not connected to him, you could spend the rest of your life living a lie. Living below your real ability. Living in sin by living independently of him. And missing out completely on the plans, the promises, and the provisions he has already prepared for you long before you stepped out of eternity into time to occupy this place called earth. You could end up spending the rest of your life running like a vagabond, living in separation and isolation from what you were designed to have and experience. You could spend the rest of your life living someone else's nightmare, becoming someone else's creation, being dictated to by your messed up inheritance, swimming in someone else's failures, living someone else's label or definition, expressing a mere fraction of your hidden potential and never fully amounting to the person that you were meant to be. Independent of God, you will never and can never really know who you are and what it is that he has in store for you. That dream spoke volumes to me as well. It says to me that as humans, we have been placed in an extraordinary position to have access to both the things of earth and of heaven. We have been given access to both the natural and supernatural, the earthly and the divine. We have the extraordinary ability to tap into the realm of the unseen and bring into the realm of the seen. We have access to God. The problem is, a lot of us don't know this. So we end up suffering from pain, from lack, and from loss. Would you behave differently if you knew that the thing you needed was right around the corner? Or the answer you would be in a you need would be in a conversation that you would hold with your next door neighbor? What would be your response if you found out that there was an easier way of getting a job done? And way that would cost you less. What important experience concerning your life could you be missing out on right now because of a lack of knowledge? What insights do you need that can only come from God but you don't know that? What situation are you currently stuck in and are having a hard time finding a way out of simply because you cannot see your way out? If you do not take the time to engage God on a more personal level, you not willing to sacrifice and relinquish control of your life into his hands, then you run the risk of never ever accessing the answers that you're looking for. Your manual in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9 says this, No eye has seen, nor ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Verse 10 says this, But it was to us that God revealed these things by his Spirit, for his Spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deepest secrets. Let's face it. There are some things pertaining to our lives that it will take the Spirit of God himself to reveal. You cannot get it any other way. And no other power on earth, beneath the earth, or in the stars has the capacity to reveal the things that God has prepared for your life.
The caveat is that God will only reveal those things to the people who love him. To love God means to abandon your idea of right living and living in obedience to his way and to his will. To love him means to obey and to live by his instructions. Not being governed by what you think or feel or like or by your own personal opinions. If you are stuck in the same place, doing the same old stuff and find yourself as it were going around in circles, there is a way out of your dilemma. What you need is some new insight, new knowledge. Real change demands exposure to new knowledge, new information. You cannot keep using the same old methodology or strategy with the hope of having a new outcome. Discover what you have access to. Start engaging your manufacturer. He has all the answers that you're looking for. His instructions are to ask and you will receive. Knock and the door will open. And seek and you will find. Get to know him for who he is. He is the I am that I am. Whatever you need him to be at any given moment, he will be. Did you know that he is El Shaddai, the God who has power over everything, even the circumstances you're currently faced with? That he is Jehovah, the God who is accessible and near to all those who call on him for deliverance? That he is Jehovah Jireh, the God who sees the needs in your life and makes provision before they arrive, that he is Jehovah Rapha, the God who is able to heal your diseases and sicknesses, who is able to preserve you from sicknesses and diseases and pardon you from the sins of your forefathers. Did you know that he's Jehovah Nisi, the God who is willing and ready to fight on your behalf? That he is Jehovah Emkadesh, the God who is able to make you clean and holy. That he is Jehovah Shalom, the God who gives a level of peace that surpasses human understanding and that the world can never ever match. That he's Jehovah Rohi, the God who is your shepherd, who will provide for you and protect you from the onslaught of the enemy. That he is Jehovah Shabbat, the God who brings to an end everything he begins and is more than able to see your plans and your visions through. That he is El Roy, the God who sees your distresses and the injustices that you might be dealing with. And that he is El Elyon, the most high God, whom you must fear and tremble before and exalt with all that is inside of you. When you don't know, you run the risk of missing out on all the benefits that come with being connected to your master manufacturer. The result from this includes misery, lack, barrenness, and unnecessary suffering. Let me leave one more thing on your mind as I wrap this segment up. In your manual for living, your master manufacturer has given you these powerful sets of instructions as detailed in the book of Proverbs chapter 4, verse 5. As written in the Amplified Bible, this is what it says. 
Get skillful and godly wisdom. Get understanding, discernment, comprehension, and interpretation. Do not forget and do not turn back from the words of my mouth. The voice version puts it this way. Whatever it takes to gain wisdom, do it. To gain understanding, do it. Never forget this. Never stray from what I am telling you. It is time to take control of your life. I'd like to say without prejudice or at the risk of sounding arrogant, you listening to the end of this podcast is a great first step. Now get up, get the ball rolling, and keep the momentum going. The more you know. Let's pray. Father, thank you that you are the embodiment of truth. Thank you that you are wisdom personified and that you, the revelations concerning the true purpose and plans for our lives and the resources that are available, they're to be found in you. Reveal to us your will and your nature. Help us to study your instructions to show ourselves approved unto you so that we will know how to strategize effectively and appropriately. Open the eyes of our understanding so that we can fully comprehend the expected end you have in mind for us. We repent for rejecting the knowledge that you have detailed in your word. Help us to remember that your instructions can never be altered and will never be altered. Help us to uphold them so that we can live the abundant life that you have in mind for us. We ask this in your son's name. Amen. Thank you again for tuning into this segment of the podcast series. Believe it or not, this month makes me officially six months in this journey with you. It has been challenging. It definitely has been demanding. As I've always shared that it does take me approximately four to five hours to put together a 20 to 25 minute segment. But the rewards, however, are worth it. Just knowing that I have been given this wonderful opportunity to communicate the heart of the Father to you and the fact that you make the time to listen in each week, it's humbling, it's overwhelming, and it is definitely gratifying. Thank you so much for your love and support, and I hope that we can continue this journey in the next six months ahead. Let me, let me remind you to visit my website to listen to the archived podcast segments as well as to read the weekly blogs. Those who are interested in reading, I have the transcript from the actual podcast that I put as my weekly blogs. So if you visit my website, the address again is batpllc.com. All of that information is going to be there, both the podcast and the written information as your blog. Alternately, you could visit the podcast page to retrieve the previously recorded segments. And again, that address is bat plc.podbean.com. A quick reminder for you too, that you can now connect with me on any number of platforms. I have tried to make it as easy as possible. Feel free to leave some feedback concerning the impact that this segment or previous segments may have had on your life. You could do so by posting a comment directly on the podcast page, or you could visit my website to post on my website or Hit me up on social media, whether it's Facebook, my address is Building According to Pattern, 
or you could follow me on Twitter and or Instagram at Georgia B-A-T-P-L-L-C. That's one complete word. You may also post a comment on my Google Plus page. I, like I told you, I am I'm pretty much everywhere right now. That address is Building According to Pattern, LLC. Last but not least, emailing is always an option. And that address is info, I-N-F-O, at buildingaccordingtopattern.com. And if you've not done so yet, I'm going to invite you to visit my YouTube channel. I have a list of messages that are available, including video presentations that are not available on my podcast. And that address, again, is Building According to Pattern. LLC, and I'm working on getting some more content to upload to my YouTube channel. Please meet me again next week for another segment in the Building According to Pattern podcast series. This is Georgia Bryce saying goodbye for now. Until then, stay blessed, be blessed, and have a great week. Bye.